0: From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden.
1: I'm Jeff Ward. He is Cedric Golden, a famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. This is Buy or Sell. It's not about flipping houses or crypto. Here's the way it works. There's a statement made. We, you, anyone else is either buying it or selling it. There are five buy or sell statements.
0: Buy or sell.
2: All right, here we go with buy or sell. Number one, the Texans win over Cleveland was more shocking than Green Bay's blowout win in Dallas. Buy or sell.
3: I got to sell. Uh, it, it wasn't because uh, C.J. Stroud went off. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I and I know Jeff Ward was loving on the Cleveland Browns. Jeff Ward, I told you the Browns weren't going to do anything in the playoffs. <laughs> you, you were all over the Browns I was three all weeks over. ago. <laughs> I'm in the AOC championship Buy or sell our segments on the Browns. Oh. Awful. Oh, Dallas was way more shocking. I, you know, Jeff Ward, we were both in Vegas, and he didn't call me, and I was I was hurt, and I was also down two grand, so it didn't matter. Um,
2: we <laughs>
3: You were the cooler. <laughs> we really I knew did. it. See, you were the cooler. I didn't stay away from that guy. He's the cooler call me. I, I wouldn't have picked up because I didn't want what I had to go to anybody. Yeah. So, um, but I was at the, I went to the circuit, Jeff, and just to see what it was about because I've heard some things about it. Great sports book. They were charging four hundred bucks ahead to watch the game in the sports book, and so Oof. I just went to to a bar area where I could see it. And when back through that pick six, uh, a girl a phone flew by me. A girl threw her cell phone a young girl and she ran and picked it up and she goes she dropped an F bomb. She goes, I'm so tired of this. And I looked at her, and I go, You're like twenty-four. Go ask a fifty year old about You're the right, Cowboys. Exactly. they are tired. <laughs> Those people are the ones who are tired. So I I was not I was way more shocked. They they had no stroke. They had no juice against Green Bay. And we knew the Texans were playing well coming in. But the Cowboys history is too much for them to overcome right now. So I got to sell. Uh the Texans Cleveland was a pickem and I thought Dallas would beat Green Bay by 10 points so I'm selling.
1: Well, I have no choice but since I've been doing Dallas Cowboys cracks since uh probably mid-August. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my gosh, I've OD'd on that crack now. Yeah, I sell too. Uh although I do, you know, again, obviously I I both of these teams I had in the champion their championship game. So it was a really good day
3: for God, me. God, I hope you didn't bet that.
1: Yeah, it was a really good day for me. I did not know. Um, I mean, I I am so impressed by the Texans. That is a like sooner or later when all the noise stops about Dallas and Philadelphia and all the screw ups that are in the NFL right now, the just the total meltdowns. It'll it'll maybe give us a chance to to appreciate CJ Stroud even more. That's a really that's one of the best defenses in the NFL that that guy just said, sure, I'll chunk it over your head a few times. I mean, that, I couldn't be any more impressed than what I am with the Texans and how they just show up and play. They are, they are the anti-Dallas Cowboys in every single way. D'Amico was, Ryans, was, D'Amico Ryans is the, anti, just... he's the anti-mumbling Mike McCarthy in every single way. They've got guts. They've got confidence. They, they, they have no fear whatsoever. Uh, but yes, Green Bay up 27 zip, up 48 16 going in the fourth quarter is far more shocking than anything else that had happened. I, I think it's one of the most shocking losses Dallas has had in, you know, I mean, going back almost 30 years now, to be honest. I mean,
3: there's never been a it was, Cowboys. It reminded team. me of 07. 07.
1: But the, the, the the, the this team could not be better positioned. Home field. Uh, you got nine pro Bowlers. It's all there. And to not just lose, to get boat raced at home is
2: off the charts. So, yeah, I sell all day.
0: Buy or sell.
2: Mike McCarthy is more likely to return as head coach in 2024 than Nick Sirianni of the Eagles. Buy or sell.
3: Man, that's like asking, who do you prefer, Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger? It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. You got I buy it, but I buy it with the understanding that they're both going to get whacked. Yeah. Getting whacked. And Siriana, Sirianni had an Eagles fan throw a bucket of popcorn at him last night as he's walking off the field.
1: He's lucky that's all. That was is. a whole
3: bucket, too. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, like, he's, he's,
1: he's lucky it's just that.
3: Yeah, it was a whole. I mean, I'm surprised to have like an one of those Acme anvils from the <laughs> Coyote cartoon in it. But um, Laurie is not a patient owner, so he is more likely to whack Sirianni than Jarrah is to whack mumbling Mike. And I think they're both getting whacked. But if one of them doesn't get whacked, Mike McCarthy, he won't get whacked. If you got to pick between the two, I don't think twelve straight, three straight twelve win seasons is enough anymore in Dallas. You got to get to the conference title game. You got to show some progress. Number two seed, one and done, and then the Eagles finishing one and six down the stretch. That's whackable. That is a whackable offense. And Michael Irvin went after the Cowboys, and he's sweaty and <laughs> and scary looking on his video and yelling. Uh, said everybody's got to go. Well, everybody, a lot of people will go, but Jerry is not going anywhere. And but if I'm picking between the two. I'm thinking Sirianni gets whacked first.
1: Yeah, me too. They both are dead man walking, but I think Nick Sirianni is like is close to do you. Are you? Was it long? Not long ago, you used an electric chair analogy. Did you? Did you do that? Yeah, old oh, oh, Sparky. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. old oh, Sparky. I thought, yeah. I thought you went there. He's much closer to that seat, even than Mike McCarthy. Um, I, I just, I, I think as bad as it is for Dallas, what's happened in Philadelphia. Is an even greater psychological mess. I mean, that is like they. they I mean, that game last night against Tampa Bay and I, Baker Mayfield's playing lights out. But they had five drops in the first quarter and a half. Otherwise, that game is a runaway. You know, in in fourteen minutes. And so that game last night, that loss to Tampa Bay, was not even as close as the score indicated? And they are. I, I don't even know how he got on the bus or the plane. To be honest, I mean, there's no. There's no reason for him to keep his job. I don't know that I can find one for Mike McCarthy. Maybe a slight. Maybe I think Mike McCarthy's chance at keeping his job is that Bill Belichick takes another job.
3: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That's the only. it's
1: the only thing. Flying. I mean, Nick Sirianni just have to stop. I don't care that he just has to go. I mean, whatever. There's some sort of Freudian thing going on there that's just impossible to fix. So he has to get fired immediately. Um. I mean, I could see Mike McCarthy somehow, by default, keeping his job just because Jerry can't get – I mean, because I don't – I before he came on, I said the Dallas – the window for Dallas is one to two years. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you either find someone to coach him for a year or two and get out of this really good roster, what you can, or you bring somebody in, and no one's going to want this, and you got to blow the whole thing up. And I don't think he'll blow the whole thing up right now because he's too old. So – you either you either find a one or two year coach that can get the most out of this roster, or you just keep mumbling, Mike, and just sort of drink your way to the end.
3: Yeah, you got to find that one coach that can do what Gruden did when he replaced Tony Dundee. Yeah, exactly. And, and and there and there's no reason to think that that Eagles team playing didn't didn't have a small layover in Huntsville, you know, for <laughs> Sirianni. But I'm not sure that happened. But he still got old Sparky in Huntsville. So. <laughs>
0: Buy or sell. The
2: Texans cover the spread as a nine-point underdog to Baltimore. Buy or sell.
3: <coughs> Man, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to sell with the knowledge that I could not pick a game to save my life this week. I just could not get one right. It was the only one I got right was last night. I knew uh, I knew the Eagles were dead. Were dead men walking. I got that one right, but the other ones bad. Just couldn't pick one right. Lost the Rams. Lost all the other ones. Um, Listen, about them with Demico Ryans and C.J. Stroud, who are both rookies at their respective position. And there's something to be said, Jeff, about possibly being too young to feel this pressure. Yeah. Maybe they don't know how what, what they're doing is something special because they're so young at it. Uh, but I think Lamar Jackson's on a mission uh, this season. I think the defense is much better. I think they would get after C.J. like they got after Brock Purdy, who's not as good as C.J. Stroud, by the way. And Brock Purdy's really good, yeah. But uh, they crushed the Niners on the road uh, because their their defense is really good, and they and they know how to how to get after young quarterbacks. I see them winning like twenty eight to seventeen. The Texans are still a feel good story, but I believe um, that if Baltimore's playing this well, like they played before they got this first week off, that the Ravens are the best team in the league right now. I think they're Super Bowl bound. And I think they take care of the Texans. I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a nail biter.
1: Yeah, I'm selling. I mean, I of course said this past week that if the Texans just mailed it in and said we had a better year than anyone thought, that would have been cool too. And they didn't, mm-hmm. of course. I mean, they didn't. They didn't mailed in at all. They came out and just started playing like crazy. So, I, I mean, look, I I don't think. I think you're right. I don't think Baltimore's afraid of anybody. I don't. Uh, again, they are. Dallas is unlike them. Baltimore's focused. Baltimore's disciplined. Uh, Baltimore's full of professionals. They they know how to show up and put you away. So I think this is the end for the Texans. I think they – I mean, they should have a blowout in them. I mean, they really should. No, I, next Monday, I, I don't think it's even fair to say, oh, they got blown out. Let's criticize them. It's been an incredible run. At some point, they're going to run out of energy. They just keep – they don't for some reason. I, I – I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening very little. I, I will give them even more props. They keep it close against Baltimore, the utmost respect. I mean, they've already earned all the respect that anyone can give them. I mean, there's no doubt. But they keep it close against that team. When they have no business yet being in that game, I'll, they deserve even more respect. But I think this is, this is the end. I, I, I don't think they cover.
0: Buy or sell? The
2: most likely next coaching job for Bill Belichick is in Atlanta. Buy or sell? Great
3: question. Um, I'm gonna, I am gonna. think I'm going to buy this one. Um, huh. I've been saying for the last three, four weeks that Harbaugh's going to the Chargers. He's already interviewed for that job, and I'm sure they're going to hire him. Carolina, I mean, I, I work at a newspaper, and I wouldn't go coach the Panthers. <laughs> and the Panthers is a... <laughs> That's a dead end job. You mean, uh, you mean there's the, no upside? The, you mean the Panthers, Panthers.
1: have the Panthers have more life ahead of them than newspapers?
3: No. The, oh, Pan- okay. the, the newspaper. I think the newspaper is in better shape than the Panthers. <laughs> Much better shape. Okay. Because first of all, I work there, and uh, you know I don't think the Panthers have a said goal, and Bryce Young can get it done. Chicago's a bad job. They they the only thing the Bears have going for them is um, they've got the first pick in the draft. Yeah. And after a while, how great is it? I mean, you don't you don't make your reputation on. Oh man, we always have the first pick. That means you always suck. So sooner or later, you're going to have to get out of there. And so, why would he want to go to Chicago? Uh, don't get me started on Washington. That's the that's the worst job in the league. Um, and uh, I don't think he could put up with Jerry's BS. So Dallas is out of the question. If Jerry whacks Mike, so I like Atlanta because they have a nice young roster. That's just missing a quarterback. Bijan Robinson is going to get some rookie of the year votes. Um, uh, Drake London is is going to be a bona fide if he ever gets a quarterback. He's a top ten receiver. A guy can play, and they got a defense that didn't give up a lot of points this season. So um, I think when Thomas Dimitrov was running things in the front office, Blank Arthur Blank didn't mess with him that much, and they nearly won a Super Bowl. So Belichick and Arthur Blank can get on the same page. And Arthur, I think, would delegate some power to Bill in personnel matters. And we know Bells is good at that. The only question is, can Belichick find an offensive coordinator under 60 who's who, does, who he doesn't have a relationship with? And I'm sure he'll bring his mullet-wearing son with him. And I don't even know what position he coaches. Uh, I think that's a receiver coach. But I think Atlanta is the best fit compared to the other jobs. So I'm buying.
1: I'm selling. I'm selling. No! Yeah, here it goes. Um, all right, so first of all, I, I'm laughing at the reports that Bill Belichick interviewed for the Atlanta job. What kind of interview do you give Bill Belichick? Like, well, you you find him on Indeed or something. You show He walks in, well, young man, what kind of defense are you going to run? I mean, what
3: interview do you really <laughs> – what do you need to do? I, what, what what makes us think you can win here, Mr. Belichick? I mean, what kind yeah. of what kind of what do you not know about
1: Bill Belichick that you need to know? Um
3: where's your resume? You didn't yeah. bring a resume. Yeah, he, he, didn't,
1: he didn't post it on Indeed yet. It, yay, buddy, you haven't updated it since nineteen ninety two. You need to update your resume. Um, no, 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 no. No, now that you know, two things happened perfectly for Bill Belichick.
3: Here's a guy. I, I know where you're going. He's a old
1: guy. Going. He's chasing 14 wins. That's all that, and getting that ex-girlfriend of his out of his house are the two things he cares most about. I would think. So she's still there, probably. And you uh, may have to try to go back and see if he will let it, He'll just sleep on the couch or something. But he needs 14 wins. And if he looks out of the landscape, he's thinking, mm-hmm. "Man, I don't want to go rebuild the team. I don't want. I don't even want to go watch a college player. I don't want to scout anybody." I just want to go over there on the sideline and say some stuff and drop some things and get my 14 wins and go on with my life. There's two jobs now that are going to be open very soon. You have both. I have at least one of these coaches going with the electric chair. Philadelphia yep. is is. There's no reason you don't win 10 or 11 immediately if you're Bill Belichick. No reason. There's that that they just need they just need the troll. Second on that list is Dallas. Those are two teams that you inherit rosters that, are gonna, that should give you 10 wins no matter what. You're well on your way. you got two years left. That's all you need. Those are the two jobs. Atlanta's nice. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. But, but Philadelphia and Dallas are ready-made. They're just psychological projects that just need, I don't know, they need some therapy. Get some Bill Belichick therapy, and you got your you got your fourteen wins in a year and a half, and he's done for good.
3: That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, if, they, if Atlanta gets a running back, of course he's seventy two. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not looking for a six year plan. No maybe way. Maybe he's looking to get two two or three years, and right. maybe win one more Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl. wouldn't, wouldn't he you? needs to win one without Brady? I, think. I know
1: that's exactly what I'm thinking. Is that he, he's not just chasing. He, he's trying to save his legacy. And he needs a bunch of win. You know, it goes to if he goes to Atlanta or Chicago and has a good, you know, does the right thing and they win six or seven, it doesn't make his legacy. Brady went somewhere else who won a championship. So, I mean, I, if I were Bill Belichick, I'd jump at the chance to go to Philadelphia with that roster, with that team, even though Jason Kelsey just retired today. Um,
3: he was broken on that bench, man. He looked yeah. bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Um,
3: he looked like he was done. You could tell.
1: Yeah, that whole team was done. I mean, it's. Yeah, you can say enough about Dallas not showing up, but Philadelphia hasn't showed up in a month.
3: So That's I, why that guy gets whacked. He couldn't figure it out. Yeah.
1: It's, he never it's, figured it out. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing.
0: Buy or sell.
2: All right, final buy or sell. The hottest quarterback in the playoffs is Baker Mayfield. Buy or sell.
3: I'm selling, and I love Baker. I love what he's doing in Tampa. Baker Mayfield has found a lifeline. And I know, I know the NFL people out there remember, I guess it was last season when he showed up in L.A. and all of a sudden he's playing and he leads them to a win at the end yeah. on Monday Night Football. And that announced that to the league that Baker Mayfield has still got some juice. And he lands in Tampa Bay and they've got their quarterback now. Baker's, what, 28? Yeah. He ain't old. Baker Mayfield is has got some juice and he – he was throwing that thing around last night and spreading it around, and the Eagles had no answers. But I got to sell because I just think that CJ Stroud has just been a beast, and he's made all the throws. Uh, Baker's a close second. Um, and, and when you say the hottest in the playoffs, uh, I know these. You know, there's only two games that the one each of these guys have played. But if you look back over the last six games, you know CJ Stroud's thrown nine touchdowns and zero picks. He's the most efficient quarterback in the league. He takes care of the ball, and he has won big games to, to to get this team division title that no one saw coming. And so, this unflappable quality about him is playing real well right now in the playoffs. And Baker Mayfield is more fire and brimstone, while C.J. Stroud's more of a jazz musician. But they're both making some some beautiful music. I'm I'm going to give. Um, CJ the the edge over Baker, but they're both playing great.
1: Yeah, I hmm. You know what's amazing is they don't neither one Baker Mayfield has Mike Evans. And I think Mike Evans, for whatever reason, is we, we don't fully appreciate Mike Evans' greatness over time. I guess because he's been stuck in Tampa Bay. But neither one of them have a ton to work with. Probably CJ Stroud is, you're right, hotter of the two. But, you know, here's something people need to appreciate about quarterbacks in general. What do their misses look like? And Baker Mayfield's few misses last night were because it hit his own guys in the hands and they dropped it. That's they how were. good that's how good he is right
3: now. He and is, he's got veteran pass catchers, too. They right. were surprisingly dropping them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they make... Well, I don't know what he was at the at the half like 12 of 17 or something like that. I'm thinking that dude could easily be 17 to 17 in the first half. He's that good right now. And remember, he's on a one-year deal. Like he rolled the they rolled the dice on him and he rolled the dice with them and had some sort of incentive built in deal and mm-hmm. he's earned everything. I mean, he is uh he he looks better than ever. But yeah, CJ I hope Stroud. They keep him. I do too. I, I do too. I, it's a, it's a great story and you're exactly right. I mean, he's sort of got his second, ch- he got his chance with Tampa Bay because he showed up in LA on a Thursday and won a big game on a Monday. Um, he's, he's made himself rich again. So I, I love, I love, I love the way he's playing. I love the way he's playing and he's a guy that's really not a very good team that probably has no business being where they are and he's put him on his back and carried him there. Um, Yeah, because if
3: you're doing power rankings right now, okay, go of you know of the teams that are left in the playoffs. All right, where do do you where do you rank? Where do you rank Tampa Bay? We may be the worst team left.
1: I was going to say dead last, and I'm not even sure it's close. I mean, you gave you gave me a team to pick: Tampa Bay or Houston. I take Houston. Houston's a better roster than Tampa Bay.
3: And you know what? Uh, What does that say about the Eagles that we're what put Tampa Bay dead last? yet we both said last week that Tampa Bay would beat Philly. What what does that say about Philly? Well, Philly would have picked – we ranked Tampa last. The Philadelphia
1: players would have picked Tampa Bay to beat them. Those guys quit a month ago. They've mailed it in. I I, I mean, it's – I mean, as shocking as Houston's play has been, Tampa Bay being where they are, I mean, you know, there was a time where we thought, oh, my, Dallas is going to draw Tampa Bay. What a great draw for them. That's going to be easy. Tampa Bay would have rolled Dallas, too.
3: I believe so. yeah. I believe so. Because Dallas was never good on the road this season. Right. They were never good on the road. And they averaged 40 at the house and, and came in and and just got struck by Jordan Love. Did you see Jimmy Johnson's rant? Yes, I played
1: it before he came on.
3: Oh, he was – I thought I was like, man, they need to get a paramedic into that studio. Jimmy Johnson 81 years old. You don't need to be losing it like that. You could tell that it meant something to him because he, he's a Cowboy legend. It's he in, hated to see that. It's inexcusable.
1: And here's what I said. is that Jimmy John, The difference between Jimmy Johnson and Mike McCarthy is that that Jimmy Johnson speech would have happened before the first quarter. That's how they would have played the first quarter. You can't wait around to be down 27-zip or 48-16 to think, okay, I better we better kick it into gear now. He would have never let that happen.
3: Never. If 81-year-old Jimmy Johnson's coaching the Cowboys this season, uh, they win that game.
1: Eighty-one-year-old Jimmy Johnson's coaching the Cowboys this year. They're in the NFC Championship game.
3: No question with that roster. Yep, no question. Yep, very similar. Yep, very similar roster. A uh, uh, MVP candidate, a quarterback, a big-time receiver, and a young defense. Yeah, that's Jimmy made over. Uh, we- the only thing's missing is the coaching genius, and they didn't have that.
1: When Dallas was last in the NFC championship game, gas was under a yeah. dollar
3: fifty a gallon. I had hair. <laughs> lots of it. And lots of it. how <laughs> am I like you have long hair? No, but I had some yeah. and it was nice and curly. It was it was I mean, that was my rap. I didn't I didn't really need any game. They just saw the, 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 the light colored <laughs> eyes and the curls and <laughs> they went gaga over your boy. It's all about the hair. Yeah,
1: there's this great oh, man, thing.
3: It, I, in my community, yes, it is, sir. Yeah, yeah, um, in my community, for sure.
1: <laughs> I saw this thing in Sports Illustrated. It was Bill Clinton was president. Gas was like a dollar twenty or something. And uh, Barry Switzer was the head coach of the Cowboys. Barry Switzer, <laughs> Barry Switzer, could have coached Dallas this Dallas team. I mean, he did more with his roster than Mike McCarthy's done with
3: his. Yeah, but he was coaching Super Bowl champions.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: and he wasn't coaching. Mike McCarthy's other teams. See, these guys these guys don't have the fear that a Jimmy Johnson put into his players. Remember, he left Michael Irvin on a tarmac in December because he was late. That that was coaching. And Michael Irvin had to fly coach to get to the game. Jimmy Johnson didn't take that stuff. I mean, these guys were too entitled. They were too busy complaining when they should have been thinking about football. And what was C.D. Lamb and Dak, uh, Dak barking at each other about the whole game. Yeah, they were they they couldn't be Green Bay if they're not on the same page. They were beefing. That wasn't
1: their problem. Though. Their defense was a joke again against the run. Their that's their biggest problem. And I don't know how they couldn't figure out how to stop the run, but they couldn't. All right, man. It's always I mean, good they, stuff. All right, bro. Later.
0: Buy or sell.